Thank you, white lady. What's going on, my brother? Got it. Thank you, Caucasian woman. What's going on? <laughs> uh, man, it's been a while. It feels like we haven't done a podcast in like two months. It feels like we right. just did one last week with uh, with Mike. Mm-hmm. Hey, we did one last uh, last Monday, a week ago. Actually, a week ago today. Hey, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's tough when this podcast hasn't gotten to the point yet where it financially supports us. And this is all we could do is talk shit. So we still got to pay bills and spend time with family. So it is what it is. But this is episode 199, JV. 120 with you. God. Probably, Damn. I've, roughly. I've done this. We've done this 120 times. Yeah. We've, 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 we've at least spoken That's a lot of shit hours. talking. That's a lot of shit talking. <laughs> And guess what? Considering bro? some episodes went like two hours. I know. It's recapping like a motherfucker. And guess what? Right after this intro, we're about to talk some more shit. Yo, what are you doing right now? The big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so, up and drive me there anyway. You, <laughs> Is it major? What's that going so? What's that going on? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right? You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the Match at a Podcast. Right, lady. Damn yeah, it. So we're back at it again. Episode 199. Listen, man, we haven't done a recap. We haven't done a catch up in a minute because we had a guest on last time and it'd be rude to do a recap with a guest. For sure. You know what I mean? Hey, before we start the recap, yeah, the white lady in Zoom that tells us, that yeah. tells us uh, the recording is starting and stopping. Yeah. What's her credit score? Uh, eight billion, right? Eight like, billion, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> She's the white lady. Everything's that... on credit. She doesn't She doesn't spend any cash, right? Her house, her oh, yeah. fucking shoes, everything's on credit. It's almost Negative like interest. She shows up and like, She's a, do you know who I am? You know what I mean? Like, she's the white lady shaking at Victoria's Secret. You know what I'm saying? Do I even have to pull out the black card? Come on. No, you know who I am. She walks in with, like, an entourage. You don't, you don't know the Zoom lady, bitch? Like, you don't, fuck you think this is? <laughs> Listen, man. So what's been going on with you? But let's catch up, man. I mean, we catch up, but let's catch up. Uh... Quite a few things uh, on, on the, you know, the, the negative side, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the sad side. Yep. My, um, we had a couple scares with my, with my dog, my oldest one, Snowball, mm-hmm. a little eight pound ankle biter who's yes, going to be 15 in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he's, look, for, for over a year now, he's, he's showing signs of dementia where he'll, in the middle of the night, kind of just walk in circles, mm-hmm. walk to his bed, walk back somewhere in, in a room and walk in circles. He's just like walking aimlessly, doesn't know where he's going, what he's doing. And that happens once a month, maybe twice a month. Man, he was doing that this past week a lot. And not only that, he had, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use a term from, from all these uh, crazy uh, prescription drug commercials. Yeah, he had incontinence, but he yeah. had like uncontrollable anal leakage, is what we're gonna call it. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> Fecal incontinence, I think it's what the, the proper term is. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Like the dude's just like he's just walking and it's just coming out of him. It's just yeah, you can't do anything was, about it. Yeah. There's no solid, nothing. I was like, oh my, I was scared. I was like, what is going on right now? Like there was one time last year where 
he squatted to take a crap and we made eye contact and he said, yep. nah, I'm going right here. Yep. I tried yep. to get your attention. You didn't let me out. Yep. So this is happening. Yeah. And we, I can, I couldn't stop looking at him while he took his shit. He was yep. just like, that's it. This is but like this time happens. it was, it was scary, man. <laughs> this time, uh, yeah, it was scary. And he threw up like three or four times in the middle of the night and, uh, he, you know, not holding his food down. He's better. He's been better over the last couple of days today. Uh, he's better. We were going to take him to the ER or, mm. That's crazy, right? We're going to take, uh, yeah, I'm telling expensive. you, pets get better yeah. medical care than human beings in this yeah, country. 100%. Uh, yeah. And maybe, maybe oh, it's not cheap, but cheaper, I think. I mean, yeah. it won't fuck up your credit score, but, but it's definitely the, cheaper. The, depending but, if you're uh, on week to week yeah, basis. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so he's doing better now, but that, that was a scare. But we know that, you know, you know, we know it's around the corner. He'll be 15 mm-hmm. in about a month and a half, so. We've been preparing for this for for a little bit. Yeah, it's Sucks, tough. But, you know, it's tough, man. Like I've I've had to in my lifetime. I think we've put uh, six or seven dogs down. Uh, I don't know if I told you the story. The day that I got my job, that like the the day like I did all the the interviews and all that stuff. The day that I got my job and like they gave me they sent me in the offer. We had to put one of our dogs down. We had a little Yorkie, Jesus, little named Tiger. He had a bad blood infection. My mom just waited a little bit. Too long, cause you, you know what I mean. Like you just kind of like hope they turn a corner and get better. And yeah. I remember I'm sleeping in my room, and I was like, "The fuck was that?" Like I hear this blood curdling scream, and it was the dog. So that like the next day, my mom had to like carry. Was like, "Look, he's done. Like we can't do. He's just in pain now." And it's just, it's tough, man. Because look, I think about it with my dog, right? Like this motherfucker right here that's mm-hmm. on the other side. He's three, right? He's young, but I don't know how long pit bulls last. I don't, I don't know how. You know, I don't know many people who have had them. Maybe 10, say 10 to 13 years, right? Right. Like, I can't imagine something going on with him. Like, I freak, and I'm a, I freak out with him. Like, this motherfucker, like, cut himself before. Like, he's ripped off his nails because he sprints too hard and he's bleeding everywhere. I was like, dude, what the, hey, man, you got to calm the fuck down. Like, he literally rips his nails off and you'll just see the quick. But seeing, uh, seeing a dog like that, wow. it hurts, man, because they're like, they're your, they're kind of like your children, right? Like, in a way, like, you've raised them, you've walked them. For 15 years, they've been around yeah, their family. family, man. Their, their family, family, for sure. And it and it sucks, man. That's why I was like, yo, like, whenever you want to do it, because if something happened with the family, like, I'm not going to make you, I'm saying, do a pod. Like, that's that's some fucking crazy shit. But I'm glad he's doing better. Hopefully, he gets better. But, you know, there is that reality where you're like, he's 15. And yeah. it sucks. I mean, and you know, the whole, like, the, the barking, obviously. We've yeah. dealt with it in the podcast. Yeah. I think Many you times, probably yeah. heard it as soon as it as this pod re- started. Yes. I don't know if you heard them upstairs or not. I, I did. I, I did. picked it up. Yeah. Like, when I used to do the podcast upstairs, mm-hmm. uh, and I had no door, like, you clearly hear them. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I would jokingly, like, look at them and be like, I'm going to murder you. I'm going right. to commit doggy, doggy homicide. Bro, it was so bad. Uh, yesterday morning, I think it was, or this morning. Uh, when I took him outside and every time he sees anything, especially other dogs, he'll bark, like he'll sit in the living room and he just, yep. he just looks out the window waiting for someone to walk by. And he was out front and there was he a couple that, walking He got that dog. wish factor? He's got that. He, he tried got... to bark. Nothing came out. Oh, that's Nothing. hard, bro. He was like, I was like, I was like, come on, please bark. I was like hoping that the yeah. fucking bark would come out. Like, come, please bark. Yeah. He was I, that shit broke my heart as a golf. Nah, like tough, he was bro. trying so hard and nothing would come out. That's and, tough. Uh, that 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 that's the part that I was like, oh shit, okay, this 
you know, I was kind of scared. Like yeah. that was almost put it over the top with everything else. I'm like, oh shit, like what happened? His vocal cords are fucked up or something. Yeah. Um, but he's he's been recovering. I think he probably went in the backyard, ate something or something, bit him or whatever. Yep. You know, he's always you know, like his flea medication, heart warms out. We keep that stuff updated. Like yep. I said, like they get better care than than most people in this country do. But mm-hmm. um with that age and any little thing here or there, plus he has stomach issues, takes special food for his kidney. Right. It's just a matter of time before something something gets back. Thing. Yeah, dude, I had a I had a scare with Drax. I don't want to say like a year ago, right? I didn't know this was gonna be like a a, a sad dog segment, but bro, this will be it, and we'll this, move on. We'll, and, we'll and move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Rainbows and unicorns. This, but this motherfucker like is a heavy chewer, right? And one day he was uh-huh. just out there with us, and I think we were like doing yard work, and he was just eating a bunch of like limbs and branches and shit, right? So like just eating them, like just eating them the fuck up. So that night, we're we're in bed getting ready to go to sleep. We just hear him start throwing up. Like, what the fuck? Dude, he, that night, in like a span of an hour and a half, threw up 18 times. Like, all throughout the house. Yeah. And it just, I was like, how the fuck do you still have anything left? Like, he was just walking around the house puking. We we're just following him with like, you know what I'm saying? Like, paper towels and plastic bags. We're like, yo, like, if he pukes again, like, if we right. start seeing blood, we're going to have to make a run. Like, right? Like, this, we can't do this shit anymore. And I was like, fuck, man. And yeah. then it, like it threw me back to like all my childhood dogs that we've had to put down and all this shit. I was like, this I was like, part of me was like, this is why I didn't want a dog. Like I've always wanted, I always wanted my own dog. But it's like I didn't, this is why the moments were like I didn't want a dog. But you know, we got this motherfucker now and he's uh licking his his balls if he had any at this moment. So he's fine. But yeah, man. Yeah, we're not this is it. We're not getting any more. We have Mojo and Mojo's uh shit, Mojo turned. Well, was he born November 2013? Okay. Shit. So he's going on he'll eight. be eight this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he'll be he'll be getting up there too. I mean, he's he's still fairly young, seven, almost eight is still pretty young, but he's he's halfway there. Uh man, I'm not I'm not putting myself through that. We're not putting ourselves through that. Yeah, never again. Like we're gonna have to deal with it twice. And you know, it's, it's enough. Sucks. I don't want to do this. So yeah. yeah, it's enough. That is why we drink, right? Like Keeps it keeps it yeah. keeps it light and fun, and then we just drink bourbon and talk shit. Hey man, whiskey dogs are Wednesdays. Whiskey even though it's Monday, it's, it's a whiskey Wednesday somewhere. Yeah, like man. It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, it's it's one yeah, it's Wednesday somewhere, even though it probably isn't. At best, it's Tuesday. Like it's Tuesday in Look, Japan. I believe in the multiverse. It could be Wednesday <laughs> in like Earth fifty two. It could right? be Wednesday. Five o'clock Wednesday. Yeah. It's probably Earth. It's probably in Wednesday. Fact, like in Earth forty nine eleven. Fifty two every day in Earth fifty two is Wednesday. Well, that's a lot of drinking Wednesday. They never run that's out a too. Drinking. That's a lot of drinking. Yo, it's I always after gotta, five o'clock. I, I gotta watch the the doc you were telling me about uh, on on Netflix about the bourbon heist. I want to watch it because it was all pappy, yeah. right? They were trying to steal all pappy. I did not they know did, pappy yeah. was a pappy was that expensive, bro. Like we're never, I'm never buying that shit for the pot. What two, three, four, five thousand dollars a bottle? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. That's not happening, bro. Like unless we get sponsored, shout out, please, Pappy Van Wink, hit us up, let us know. Uh, we will gladly, gladly taste it. Got Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Look us up. Uh, I will add that to the long list of, I think, 16, 14, 15 bourbons that I tried at a, a friend of mine's bourbon tasting. Listen, brother. Yeah. Brother. Congratulations on the segue, on a, on a good segue there. Finally, right? a great segue. Right. You beat me to it. It only took 120 episodes, but we're here. You know what I mean? Sometimes, right. the, sometimes the writing just hits. Look, Ma, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it.
Who the fuck is this dog just run off to? Oh, he's literally right here. Uh, but yeah, man, look, we went to a bourbon tasting last Saturday. Not this Saturday past, the one before. My wife was like, look, let's just go. It was an hour and a half away. My boy, Matt, that hopefully we'll get on the podcast soon, been constantly inviting me. I was like, fuck, bro, three-hour trek is a lot, especially if I'm going to be drinking. Imagine driving back or obviously wife drove back. But, man, like right. trying all the different bourbons from, like, the weeded to the rye to the straight bourbons was, was an experience because I haven't had – I think the make, the – the Maker's Mark and the Four Roses are like weeded, if I'm if I'm correct on that. Like the rye was a little yeah. bit better. Like I tried a Whistle Pig. Well, Ma- Maker's Mark is for sure. I think Four Roses is as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the Whistle Pig was a solid solid bourbon. Like that Whistle Pig, I think the twelve year was delicious. The and the Buffalo Trace single barrel, the first one we had. If you're already on, if you're gonna try one next, I will say try that one. I don't know the cost of it because the tax bracket that my boy Matt is at is a little bit different than the yeah. tax bracket I'm currently at. So uh-huh. his his twenty five thousand dollars worth of bourbon is a little different than mine, where he has like a fucking bourbon room. You know what I mean? So it's a little right. different. It's a little different. But man, what what a great experience! We just literally just talked bourbon, like all the different distilleries and the trip they just went on, and learning all the, all this shit about it was was just an experience, man. I absolutely loved it. I don't even get drunk. Cause it was just like a tasting, you know, just enough to like wet your, wet your beak. And you try on the next one, you kind of mm-hmm. break it down. Like, Oh, like, what are you tasting? There, there was one. So there was a few that I didn't like at all. At all. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm never having, I think I had the uh, whistle pig 10 year that I wasn't a fan of. It tasted a little minty and I hate fucking mint. Hate it. Like, you so what me- is it about the ones that you didn't like besides the minty one? What is it? Is it the ones that were rye or like the ones that had more rye content in it or, or what is it? Did I, they I have think, anything in common? I think the ones that had had more rye in it were just to me felt a little bit uh, like, look, I don't know how to like describe like, it to that palate level. Like right? Spicier. Uh, yeah, it, was, it, was a little, it, kick. it had, it, it just, it felt heavier. I mean, it had more of a more kick. Where, like, yeah. And it, it was weird because like, I'm talking like seven or eight tastings in, right? So you're thinking like your esophagus and everything's already gotten coated and you're good. But like even then after that, I was like, yeah. fuck. But then you got to remember like the proof of these. The proof is going to be a little bit higher. So we slowly climbed up higher and higher. I think we got to like 120 proof and then we were slowly climbing mm-hmm. up. So it was it was a great experience, man. I wish I could have stayed longer because you know, I had to drive all the way back home. I shit to do back here and I wasn't going to drive back home at 11 o'clock at night. You know, fucking 90 minutes. So and even after that, like I left and I think I missed like five or six more rounds. And then after that, they did like a blind tasting to like really figure out what your palate was. So I was like, yo, next time you do this shit, I'm just going to get a hotel by here. So I don't have to worry about the drive and like get a pet friendly hotel so I could bring Drax and shit. Yeah, a responsible alcoholic. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's right. You got to do it, man. I'm not going to get a fucking DUI. I lose my job. Fuck out of here. Damn right. Can't have that happen. But yeah, I definitely want to try more bourbon. Damn, 17. I thought it was going to be eight or nine. Are you sure that was just like you had a, a, eight or nine additional ones after the official t- tasting? No, no, no. We, we tried. Matt was the, the CEO, the chairman, the person in charge. So he was the one okay. picking He was the one picking the bourbons. So that's how mm-hmm. I know. You know what I mean? It wasn't just us grabbing random shit because that's, that's his bourbon. These are $100, $200. You know what I mean? Like these are expensive bottles. Like you're not right, just going right. to do that shit. I wouldn't want somebody walking in my house and just serving themselves some bourbon. You know what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, of course. Slow down. So he like he would pick him like, oh, let's try this one. And I would see him like pondering, 
God, let's, if we try this one with that, then like we talk about, it, it's like, oh, we try this one with, with this kind of food and that. Like it was, it was just, it was cool. I definitely want to go to Kentucky to go to check out the distilleries, though. Maybe we do that like one weekend, uh, meet up in Kentucky. Bourbon I think we, Row, yeah, yeah do Bourbon Row. I'll fly up there, and you, you're gonna probably drive. Isn't that the next state over for you? I don't geography it, shit. Yeah, sort of. It's like Ohio hits. I, I drive through Kentucky, I think, and then Tennessee. I, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, All so these states perfect. are the same. Yeah, so I fly there, and then that way we don't have to get a rental car. And then when you pick me up from the airport, then we just get you know, a chauffeur. Are you crazy? That's still, like, I used to make that drive to, to Tennessee, which was, like, no, going to Tennessee. where going I lived in Tennessee was about four. I don't know, but ten, where I lived in Tennessee was about 45 minutes from from uh, Nashville. And that was like an eight and a half hour drive. So depending where we go in Kentucky, it's still going to be a drive. I, I don't know if I want to drive six hours. Well, then fly. Especially if you're going to be drinking bourbon, like, ah, fuck it. We'll just fly and then I'll drink bourbon and then Uber and then back to the airport. There's actually, I already got, I already got a hookup for us. There's a guy that is basically like Uber for the bourbon stuff that my boy Uh Matt has the number of. And we just like get his number, call him, text him. And he's like, a super VIP guy, you know what I mean? Like takes us everywhere. We get everywhere, everywhere early. Have crazy experiences. So I would already have the hookup for that. I think it'd be dope as fuck to do, like fly in on a Friday. You know what I mean? Do a Saturday, Sunday because it's a quick flight, right? Like we're not. It's not a. It's, not, it's fucking Kentucky. Like it's probably like an Saturday, hour. Saturday, Sunday. What the fuck? I'm drinking Friday. We're flying in Friday. And Friday, we're Saturday, Sunday. That's what I'm saying. No, we're drinking <laughs> yeah. right away. Not 100%. We need to look into that. I'm dead serious about that shit. That'd be dope as fuck to do. Maybe I get a parrilla to join us and we have like a whole guy's trip, man. We need to do shit like that. Hey, look, I, I, I wanted to tell you that that Mel com, uh, commented on our on our logo. Okay. So like he says it looks really good. Yeah, everybody says you look as and then, tall as me. And I guess you should. Uh, yeah. 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 That's what Eric, my brother, yeah. he was like, yeah. yo, why is John as tall as Ben? Mm-hmm. Yo. Mm-hmm. You need to mind your fucking business, dude. I love you, bro. But you need to keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> uh, that's the first thing everybody said. That's the first thing Daddy <laughs> said. I was like, yo, I couldn't have it. I know I'm a foot taller than you, but I can't. But you know, like the disparity. Danny that- hasn't even met me. Danny, what the fuck are you talking about, Danny? I could be like six foot eight, man. What the fuck? You don't even know how tall I am, Danny. Never met. Six foot eight? Six foot eight out here in these streets. I could be like seven two Yao Ming. Come on. <laughs> but uh everybody's like I, I was like yo like i couldn't have that height disparity it just wouldn't look good so when i i, I had to i was like yo make it make him the same size as me the logo came out fire though man i absolutely love it and ah uh, dude i could not hold off on it man like it was just like it just kept I was like yo you gotta put it out there you gotta put it out there so i'm i'm happy as shit with it i'm glad we both decided that it was good and it was ready to go oh speaking of another thing that my boy before we move on to the next that my boy recommended that he had in his mm-hmm. bourbon room is this right here. You see that? It's a bourbon Bible. The it's bourbon Bible. Okay. It has a breakdown of all the bourbons and distilleries with a history. And then it also includes bourbon cocktail recipes. Let me tell you something. I learned a lot. Like I watched a documentary on Hulu and now reading this, like I'm going to a couple pages in, like mm-hmm. it has a breakdown of alcohol by volume and the distillers mm-hmm. and the history. Highly recommend it. It's $14 on uh on amazon so for sure get it bro i think i think okay. i think you'd find it interesting especially that doc too wait a minute dude it was it was a good experience all it did was like make me want to drink more bourbon and not in like an alcoholic way and like a quote-unquote tasteful way i don't want to just because i don't uh-huh. think bourbon is like one thing that you like yo, i just want to get fucked up because that shit will burn you 
You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it, you got to, like, slow step it. You, you, yeah. I mean, people do it, but I, I, you know, I don't know how. You just, you could just do shots of whiskey or, or bourbon or whatever. You, you can do that real easy, but yeah, I much prefer to sip on it and, and, and enjoy it. And that's not a sentence that I thought I would be saying, you know, two or three years ago. Oh, yeah. I would, I'll sip yeah. on some bourbon and enjoy it mm-hmm. and savor it. Like that, that shit is nasty. But then I, I went from whiskey yeah. to bourbon and I was like, okay, this is, this is different. Yes. And I can, I can sip it and I can really like taste it. It's not just pure gasoline fucking burning, you know, like burning you know my taste buds do you think that's a sign of like us getting older i got some real shit like not even like joking like i think I it's remember... a sign of us being fucking drunks and just finding an excuse to yeah, drink yeah, bourbon yeah. yeah that too but like i remember <laughs> or, my dad stop trying to be more sophisticated than we are stop trying we're to give the, yourself not... more credit we're getting older our palates are mature no no, we no. Can appreciate the finer things in life now we're fucking mm. drunks notice and i we said just older. find an excuse to drink bourbon I said older, never mature. That that's not who we are as people. Because <laughs> uh, I like I remember my dad, like my dad would take me with him when he was when I was younger. He would take me to right. like the bar and he would be drinking whiskey, right? Because that's all everything was called. Or the Domando Wiki. Yeah. I was like, fuck, am uh-huh. I at that stage? Because I was like, if I do the math, like it's roughly around the same age that he was and I, you know what I mean? And I was. I was like, fuck, am I am I at that stage where like I'm becoming my dad? Because I don't want that at all. That's not, that's not a good look. I don't I don't want that problem, bro. I know how I know how that ended up. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was around that too, and it wasn't even it wasn't even whiskey. It was just straight beer, but it was yeah. straight fucking like like cases of beer yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like you know, it takes it. So um, no, I mean, I, I don't. I've never, with the exception of when I was younger, and uh, I I got fucked up. And it was like oh, straight vodka and orange juice at a college party. Screwdrivers, yeah. Um, underage drinking. Well, all day. Um, I was dude, drunk as fuck. It was tra- rough. It was a party. rough trip from the second floor of my apartment uh, of the, the apartment who's you know at the party I was at to my mm-hmm. apartment directly below on the first floor. <laughs> I was hanging on to that fucking railing for dear life. We'll never hold yeah, on that to anything. Yeah, probably had about twenty steps. Yeah. Like, we were talking about how many steps were in my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit, had, it felt like it had about 45 steps trying to make it down from the second to the first floor. Dude, do you Everything remember? I mean, of... look, big gulp, seven up cups. I had yes. at yes. least one, maybe one and a half, just sitting down fucking playing card games. Yep. Three in the morning comes around. I and, you're, up, and you're 122 pounds. Right back down. You're like 122. Bro, at that time, I probably was like 125. Yeah, at that yeah. time, I was. I, I was wasn't like joking. Like... I just finished running cross country. I was freshman in college. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never again. Never been fucked up. Wife, she tells that to everyone. She's like, Mel's like, I've never seen him drunk because I, I don't get drunk. Like, yeah. I'll drink whiskey and then I sip it because I don't like to get to to be out of control. Correct. Like, I know what that was. And yeah. I wasn't belligerent on anything or anything, but I was just like, I wasn't in control of what was going on around me. And I was like, oh, this is, I don't like this feeling. Dude, I, I'll tell you some funny, like the couple of times that I've gotten a little tipsy on the pod, when, like when we used to do the longer shows and we'll be like three or four glasses in, like after, like I would almost feel guilty that like I drank so much that like I'll start doing shit around the house. You know what I mean? Like I started like doing laundry. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like I'm 36, 37 years old. Like I can't be drinking like this. I got, I got bills and shit. I was like, mind you, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like for the most, I'm yeah. like in a t-shirt and basketball shorts doing a podcast and I'm just talking shit with my, with my best friends. And I was like, the fuck is wrong with me? Then I'm like, I'm feeling nice. 
Then like it hits me, it's like, why does what did I drink that much? It was fucking crazy. But yeah, I don't Melanie was like, uh, you know, you drinking more now than you ever drank before. Yeah, thanks for playing our own intro yeah. during the pod. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh she's like, You're drinking more now than ever. I was like, Oh yeah, because I went from zero to like four glasses of bourbon a week. You know what I mean? That's if we do two pods. Like I drink two during a show and then two during another show. Unless we go long, then it, it could get a little hairy. But I try to I try to keep it cool. That's why we try to limit these podcasts to fucking 60-minute episodes. Yeah, 100%. Because we could start we doing this and do two-hour episodes like we used to do. Like, I think Dude. back then we were drinking Tennessee honey. Yeah, that so we're was like, baby okay, shit. Okay, we can get away with a couple Yeah, glasses. that was baby <laughs> shit now. That's, that's, yeah. I don't know if I could go back to that, Jay. I can't go. I don't know if I can go back to Tennessee. I tried it. It doesn't taste the same. Like before, I was like, "This is delicious," and I tried it uh, not long ago. And I was like, "Ah, this is like, yeah. like just flavor liqueur." Like I just don't. I don't. Yeah, it's one hundred percent what it is. Like, I, I can't. I can't do it. What do you think is gonna be your next purchase? Because I know you're not. You're not buying. Uh, buying into the level that like I've been buying it. Right. Like not a level. Not to say like prices. Because besides that one ninety dollar bottle, I try to keep it under fifty, maybe under sixty. But like at that Heaven Hill. That I haven't tried yet, that I bought for a gift for Matt because I didn't want to show up empty-handed. Like, what do you think is going to be your next purchase? I mean, I've been on the Reddit boards and I got someone that can get me a bottle of Pappy for twenty five hundred. So <laughs> you'll never spend twenty five hundred. No, you'll never spend twenty four. No, no, you'll never spend twenty five hundred on a bottle, bro. That's so insane, bro. No, that ninety dollars hurts. That ninety hurt, bro. Like, and then he was like, "What the fuck is?" That's two times I could filled up my gas. Like I started thinking about shit like that. Like, what the fuck? Why would I buy a ninety dollar bottle that didn't end up being yeah. that good? Oh, but no, no. So I want to take a little detour, maybe one to two minutes. When yeah. I was in Virginia a few weeks ago, um, we went to uh, Mel's her her nephew's daughter's first birthday party. Gotcha, gotcha, and. And we were at his in-laws' house, and, mm -hmm. and like their in-laws, you know, own some businesses or whatever. And he was showing me like their, you know, how some people have a china cabinet or whatever they, they display their china. Yeah. The the, the father-in-law, and, and the father-in-law wasn't showing it, but uh, her nephew was. He's like, "Hey, come check this out," since he's always drinking bourbon or whatever. And nothing but like Hennessy, Cavassier, whatever, like eight hundred dollar bottles, twelve hundred dollar bottles, just bottle after bottle, like I don't know, five, six shelves. Right. Ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars of 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 like this uh, Hennessy of cognac, right. different yeah. ones. Uh, he's like, this bottle right here is like fifteen hundred dollars. I was like, what? The same. And they break out bottles to drink. He's like, oh yeah, we were drinking one the other day, and like he broke it out to celebrate. I don't know what to celebrate a fucking Sunday or something. Yeah. Barbecue, eight hundred dollar bottle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you I'm rich. not, I'm not quite there yet. I'm not no. quite at that. I point. don't ever. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and I don't have a taste for cognac either. I've never, I've never liked, never liked. I don't have a taste for cognac or a brandy, right? Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like. I can't fuck with scotch. Don't disrespect anybody who likes scotch. I just can't. Like I've never Mike. been a red, yeah, I've never been a red label, blue label guy. Like it's just not never. Like, I've yeah. tried those because I've, I've known. Like I grew up in Miami. I always had those friends that like spent money before they had it. You know what I mean? So, like I've tried it, but it's just it's never been my thing. It's never been my thing. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Look, I was younger. Maybe I could try it now, but I don't know if I could go from like a bourbon to a scotch. I don't know. I don't know. It's just that's not my thing. So we'll see. 
No, I mean, like that's we've talked about it before. I've said it before. Bourbon is like what the the introductory to to whiskey for some people, and then people move on from bourbon to like, you know, the the rye, so just like, mm-hmm. uh you know, straight Kentucky straight whiskey or whatever. And then they yep. maybe move on to like Irish whiskey or something. Uh, but bourbon is like uh, when you're talking about wines, like Merlot, that's what you introduce people with. It's easier to yep. drink, but I don't know that I need to move on from bourbon. There's so many different types of bourbon, There's so many tons. different like uh, mash bills Yes, and I enjoy drinking it. So why do I need to move on to, to Irish whiskey or scotch, which that, that'll never happen. I've tried it. I, I just can't, I just can't, can't. do it. I, I sipped it. on some scotch. A few years ago, because I was they sitting in a bar one time after a, a Cavaliers game. When, when you're like, mm. and you try, you're like, mm, okay. You're like, like, you're trying to get it on your lips. It's like, oh, this is that tastes good. This is just not a good experience. I mean, look, the one the one that I had was was good, but God, it was 25 or $30 for that glass. It was like a group of like not that good. retirees or teachers or whatever. Like, they, they bought me one because I was like sipping on something. Like, oh, I was like, I was trying to find some good whiskey. Right. And so they recommended something, and, and so they bought it. Like, twenty-five dollars a glass. I could imagine how much the bottle was. Yeah, um, it was all right, but I think it took a little bit of effort to kind of sip it and, and enjoy it. it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a process. Like, look, it's especially drinking with professionals, like not professional. I guess mm-hmm. you could say, but people who know their shit about bourbon, like and like learning about it and processing, it's a lot easier to drink. Than just like picking one off the rack, you know what I mean? Like that, I'll say mm-hmm. like that Woodford Reserve, that not the double oak. Allegedly, haven't had it yet, but the double oaks like 80, 80 to ninety bucks depending on where you go. Like the right. straight, the straight up, like the generic great value, you know what I mean? Off the rack Woodford Reserve, great value like, bourbon. I'm not having that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like this, the not the like yeah. a single barrel or a single batch, anything like that. I'm saying like the straight, just Woodford Reserve. Didn't yeah, like yeah. It. Wasn't a fan of it, right? And this is something else I learned. If you don't, if you didn't know, John or any of our listeners, single batch is like a a, a multitude of barrels thrown in together that they call a batch. Like there's no number specifically, and a single barrel is just one barrel that they pick from like their honey hole or whatever it is to drink from. So right, I learned that too, and I also learned that from the neat documentary on Hulu, which I highly recommend if you haven't seen it to check it out. It's interesting. It's good shit. Okay. But yeah, man. Bourbon is I don't know if we'll look, it's on our logo, right? We can't go from bourbon infused to like scotch infused. That just feels seems like a betrayal. Yeah. You know M- what I mean? Miller High Life infused. Oh my god, never. Dude, could you imagine? Could you Mad imagine? Dog. Mad dog. <laughs> <laughs> infused, no. Fucking uh the whole thing. PBR infused. The whole oh, they got a nice IPA podcast. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that yeah. shit. I'm sure some IPAs nah. are great, just not my thing. It's just it tastes like like a, a really cold slash warm milkshake. I just I don't like that. It just it seems weird. It seems weird. Michelob Ultra infused, the low yeah. carb podcast. <laughs> Michelob 45. It's only 45 calories, guys. That's 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 it. Oh my god, we're fucking stupid. Uh. Listen, man, there's a lot we need to catch up on. As we digress, we move on. We henceforth it. I don't know if that's a good segue to say henceforth, but fuck it. We're rolling with it. But uh, look, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about the whole ESPN thing. Uh, so if you haven't been 
happened like a week to 10 days a ago. A lot going on over there. It's a lot going on over there. Shout out to Dan Lebitard for leaving, huh? Like, let's just let's just take a second and appreciate Dan Lebitard leaving. Even though Mike Ryan, if you're watching this, I'm gonna send you this clip. Hey bro, StreamYard, you could customize your fucking countdowns and intros. I'll help you out. Send your boy an email and give us a shout out on your fucking podcast now because we with it. Look, man, he, he was a producer on a major sports network and now he's a he, producer on, on uh, Metal yeah. Lark Media. I think they know what the fuck they're doing. I know. But hey, look. I, can, <laughs> I think they'll figure it out. I know. But seeing that countdown, I was like, as soon as I saw that countdown when like they're doing the reaction videos, uh, the finals yeah. I was like, I know that countdown. I know what you're using. Yeah. I was like, uh, that's fucking StreamYard. I know that shit. Yeah, I know that shit. You probably got the pro, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you rich fucks. Whatever. Mm. Hey, man, I mean, they to- got a $50 million deal with uh, DraftKings, so they can afford to pay the $2,500 a year or whatever the pro is. Yeah, to they're have good. They're all those customized boxes. Yeah. Do you think completely, shut on the dark question, do you think Lebertard knew something was coming? Because I don't know if you saw, we'll go into like the rest of the ESPN shit, but like I don't know if you saw the the conversation that like Jamel Hill and Amino Hassan had with Dan Lebertard about I, that I whole, saw it. Yeah, it was it was interesting, mm-hmm. right? Where like I think the one point that I hadn't realized um till they said it was like, yeah, like on TV we seem real diverse, right? Like the the anchors, the 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 reporters, right. but behind the scenes, I don't look I'm at par- everyone else. Yeah, I they didn't say this. I'm gonna say like it gets real white. It gets real, real white back there. And I don't, yeah. like, look, two Latinos, right? Like, we've talked about it. You're white passing. I'm more, oh, what the fuck is he type, type of type of situation, right? But, like, I hadn't, I honestly hadn't thought of it. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, if they have people, they have these people, you know what I'm saying, Middle Eastern, Indian, fucking black, from all all races, all colors, all everything. Right, right. That's probably what they have working. You know what I'm saying? Just logically, that's the connection I would make. That's how good they. But it's done. just the on-air talent. That's, that's it. all they it look is. Diverse. They look diverse, and isn't that kind of bullshit though? Like, if you could hire the people to be the face of your company, like a Stuart Scott, you know what I mean, and go down the line of of other uh, ESPN anchor talents, like, couldn't you also yeah. hire that person in stats? And this would have been a great question for Mike, but I don't also don't want to, you know, what I'm saying, put him in that weird position. It was like right, yeah. I mean, he worked in the industry, so he he worked in the industry, but like, and it's not an attack on like on the on the like. Look, the best person for the job gets the person gets the gets should always get the job. That's Absolutely. my belief forever. I don't give a fuck about about any of that shit. But it's like it's interesting where like where you where you're a public company like that, how you can't have like diversity across the board. And I'm sure, like, look, I'm sure there's like it's more mixed in the lower levels, right? Of of that pyramid, let's put it that way. But, like, once you go higher, I'm sure the herd thins and thins and thins out, right? But that's the problem. That's the problem with every, every company across every, the board. Yes. I don't know if it's a problem, but that but that's what you find, right? That in the lower levels, maybe it's mixed. Diverse as fuck, yeah, but when you, yeah. When you, but when you go up to these levels where you're making decisions, you know, decision-making positions in the C-suite uh, offices, these executive level and CEOs and C-suite type uh positions you don't see that diversity whether it's black latino women uh you know gay trans whatever like that diversity isn't there in those uh decision making uh positions so i think that's the problem like yeah sure we have a bunch of fucking guys that in the mail room we have uh men women black white latinos gay trans but then 
when you move out of the mail room, then we don't see anyone. Mm-hmm. We don't see that diversity. When we're looking at produ- uh, at uh, producers and you know showrunners, well, showrunners that this is like network TV and stuff, you don't see right. that diversity. Yeah. Um, I wonder. So I think that's the problem. Not I wonder. Like I just want to pose this question to you, right? Like, why is that? Like, why is it a historical thing? Is it a it just was like oh does it go back to like i remember there was a a big time gambler who said and he was also like a like a commentator for boxing or some shit and he uh, i think it was like the swami not swami but like jimmy the greek right where he said some shit like this is like jimmy 40 he was like 40 years ago he goes like black people just have like an extra muscle in their gene and in, in their legs that's why they can't you know what i mean that's why they that's why they run so much faster but also like you have the stuff of like that's but also why they're, they're not as smart you know what I mean? That's why they can't be in positions of, of power. Like, and it's weird. It was like because he was just spe- speaking to it to like the most racist core of it, where it was just black people, as mm-hmm. if Hispanics, like right. Asians, all these other minorities just get brushed aside. And it was just interesting. I was like, man, like when you when you look at these things, uh, with a couple weeks break and really process it, I think it's always a better conversation and a better understanding than just like the quick take, hot take, like. Oh, Rachel Nichols is, of course, racist. In the heat of the moment, yeah. you're emotional and, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just because, like, you don't you don't get to hear other people's uh, thoughts and have it fleshed out. And, like, oh, okay, that's interesting, but... And then you get, like, to hear different dynamics and different perspectives. Or, like, it gives you a more... Uh, a more full picture. You know what I mean? Like, you have Andrew Schultz talking about it, so on and so forth. It's like, okay, this... I, I see your point here, but how, what, what do you think about this? And, you know what I mean? Not posing these questions to them, but just thinking about it mm. through the lens of us and then like also hearing others perspective. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I read the comments and, and you no, know, this was something that happened over a year ago, actually. And it's yes. just coming to light now, but yeah, it was during recorded the over a year ago. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And so, yeah, shout out to Jimmy Butler. Hey, this yeah. hasn't been proved, right? Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Anyway. Just, I just want to um, say, he but, got the heat but, to the finals. That's all I'm saying. That was a shout out to Jimmy Butler. That was it. <laughs> Uh, anything else uh, that yeah. could be forgetting the heat to the finals? Yeah, gotcha. winning two games against with no Bam or Goran Dragic. Shout out to Jimmy Butler, bro. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy Butler for uh, yeah, yeah, let's getting let's, it in. Yeah, on the basketball court. Yes, uh, yes. yeah, being exhausted, yeah. just having he got no, game. He got game. All right, yeah, let's go. Jesus Shuttlesworth out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, so Jesus Shuttlesworth. No, no, but uh, so so I read what she said, you know, and and, and you know the the recorded conversation. Um, that shouldn't have been recorded. And nope. I think uh, in that, I think it was like a 50 more, 54 minute clip of uh, that conversation that yep. Dan had with Jamel and, mm-hmm. and Amin. And he talks about the software they use and how it was, it's run by someone else. Yes. So someone left that on, yep. you know, and, and, and violated her privacy. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and like Dan talked about, like they, everyone jumped to the whole, she's racist, this and that. Yeah. And everyone forgot about the, about the violation of privacy. Yeah. And when this came out, I don't know, I don't know Jamel Hill. I don't know, you know, Rachel Nichols, except for their personalities on, on TV and on the and radio. Maria Taylor. And Maria and, Taylor. Yeah. And, and Maria Taylor. Yeah. Right. And I, and I like Jamel Hill because of, of what she, you know, brings to the table. And that's probably one of the reasons or the reason why she was pushed out of ESPN because yep. she's a, she's a black woman. She's an outspoken black woman. Too much. That's and, too much. That's two strikes. And, and she had her right own there. show and she was on sports center and yeah. it's just too much yeah. to, to, for her to, people didn't like that. 
Yep. Um, and, and she 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 was done wrong, I think. I think she's the one that like bore the brunt of of yep. of you know, she's had it worse than a lot of people. Yes. Um I've seen typically Maria Taylor, black, not not a whole lot. Typically, yeah. black women tend to be the brunt of it, right? Because they're already black and they're already women. That's two strikes against them. Yeah, she's a woman, she's a black woman, yep. and she's, not, she's an outspoken black woman. Yeah, and like, that's, that's, that's the worst kind, like, people that's the worst kind of woman to be, right? That. Like yeah, fucking assholes. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it's so I mean that's that's a reality. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but 100%. unfortunately, like people don't like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what people, I'm just gonna say people don't like that. Um Maria Taylor, I, I've seen her. She's she's talented. She's good as what she does what she incredibly does. Incredibly talented. Rachel Nichols. Yeah, incredibly yeah. talented. Rachel mm-hmm. Nichols, great at what she does. Yes. I thought that her comments when I first read this, um, I like I had to sit down and, and sort of, you know how you said it's good to, to wait a week or two yes. weeks when you're removed. Same I sort of try to go through that process immediately in my head. Like yep. I said, hold on, let me let me kind of that day I read it, I was like, let me sit down. Let me take a step back before mm-hmm. I say he's fucking racist. Yep. And really you actually gave me a different perspective. Like, you actually yeah. gave me a different perspective. Yeah, for sure. And, and that perspective may be right or may, it may be wrong. But, but so what I told you was uh, what, what uh, Rachel Nichols said, yep. which was, you know, like, hey, look, you guys, I get it. You want to promote Maria. You want to give her this and that. Just diversity uh, higher. you have a yep. shitty... You have a shitty, but it's, it wasn't diversity higher. It was like, you have a shitty diversity record. So you want to, yes. you want to make up for it. Um, and so like, I never took it as her saying Maria wasn't deserving. She was, she just said, don't fucking take my property for yeah. it. Like, don't take told my her. piece of real estate. Yeah. Because I've already fought as the woman. Yep. And now you're going to, now you're going to try to like, just give it away when it was, I guess, supposed to just happen in, in contract negotiations or talks where like certain things were promised. Yep. And so I don't think that's where the fuck that up Maria was. Taylor was underserving. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Jamel nailed it. I think she said it, it's on management. And, and this, that conversation was, the conversation was uh, that, that Jamel and kind of Amin were having, right? Amin, he yep. said, for lack of a better term, he's going to put on the cape because he knows Rachel. And he's like, I don't think she meant it that way. No, she, I, don't know, think she I know did who either. she is. I know her as a person. And you know, she she was she was saying, "Hey, it's my real estate. I fought. I yep. might I might be white, and I'm I'm a white woman, but I'm still a woman. I'm I'm that that minority. I mean, she's still you know compared to everyone else. She right. she's you could say, for lack of a better term, she's had it easier than say a black woman or a black man or Latinos or We're any other minority. Woman. Yeah, right. She That's... still had she's still a woman. She has to ha- fight through things. She had to, and she earned every bit of you know what she what she has and running her shows and 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 you know." That's where she was coming from. Like, you're trying to take this away from me because you have a shitty record and now you're trying to give it to her. Not that Maria was undeserving, but it was more like, yes, give her something, but don't take away from me because you have a shitty, a shitty diversity record and you're trying to make up for it. Um, but but my take what or, or what I told you was it's not even about racism, it's about the business that you're in. Yes. I said, you are great at what you do, Rachel Nichols, but and but you're 47 years old mm-hmm. you fat or 45 i forget how i looked it up you've had two kids and now this is not me personally okay this is like looking this at is, it from an executive from these people that yeah. put someone on tv and you're and the old dog what yeah. and, and what you're supposed to look like and what they want people to look like on tv yeah right you put on some weight 
Mm-hmm. You don't look like you used to anymore. Men These are uncomfortable. Un- some weight. Uncomfortable conversations. These are yeah. uncomfortable things to say and conversations. Again, I'm, and I'm. These are things that obviously I noticed doesn't affect the fact that I think no. she's great. She deserves to be in the spot that she's in and have all these great accolades and shows and responsibilities and get paid. It's the way media you know, sees whatever. women. Stephen yeah. A. Smith I, I, money. Yeah. But Fuck this Stephen is how that how people view women. Yeah. They have like to stay anyone in that is, industry, yeah. but especially women. Women aren't allowed to age. No. Like men can age gracefully. That, that's yeah. what we do, right? We age Gray gracefully hair and women, unfortunately, yep. aren't allowed to age. That's 100%. why I can say I'm not going to fucking like all this gray shit. I'm just going to leave it because I can do that because we have that that benefit and it's it's fucked up. It is. Rachel Nichols has to say a redhead whether that shit is died or not. That's what she has to be. Yeah. She always uh, has to look the same so as she was, did 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah and that, that's, that's my take. You can't look like you're 47. You got to look like you're still 27. Like you're still 15 pounds lighter. Yeah. Maria Taylor is 34. Maria Taylor is fit. Maria Taylor looks young. She's younger, and then the and former she, pro she's athlete made to look younger. She's a former pro athlete, mm-hmm. and so you're both great. You're both great at what you do. She looks better on camera. That's how I took it. Like why they're giving Maria Taylor all these other things. It's not for. It could be a, a, because they have a shitty uh, track record for diversity. Right. But I just think it's like no, they it's it's a better looking product for TV and sure. And also the diversity part. But I think I was looking at it from that perspective of how people look at, you know, television and, and this ridiculous ideal of what you're supposed to look like or what women. I, yeah. Like. I don't think in any way whatsoever. I mean, look, I can't, I can't say that. that let me backtrack immediately off that. Look, I if think, Maria Taylor wasn't talented, it, this, this wouldn't be, this would be a non-issue, but exactly. they're both talented. And then she's got all those other things. But the mistake was that I, that I mentioned the mistake was, the lack of diversity in the boardroom, right? Like the people making the decisions when we're like, when you have somebody in there with like equal power, but a different perspective of life, right? You get like, if they say, look, we're going to, we're going to say this, give this to Rachel Nichols. Hey, now, but didn't you just promise that to Maria Taylor? Think about how that's going to look, right? Because ESPN has had a big, think about how it's going to look probably, right? You go back to Stephen A., Years ago, when he said, "Look, sometimes women make you mad, and they kind of deserve being hit." Right back when, like, and Michelle Beadle talked about it. Yeah, I remember all this shit. Yeah, Michelle Beadle talked about it because she was in a domestic, uh, domestic violent relationship. She's a victim of domestic abuse and like all this stuff. And like, she, he was like suspended for a week, but then somehow, right after that, got a bigger contract than he did before. Then just got that contract supplemented over and over and over again. Like, and you're right with what you said. Like, if you're a man, you can, you can age quote-unquote gracefully on television as a woman you can't do that like we're just gonna act like Stephen a's hairline hasn't receded more than anything in in the more than lebron's before he lebron brought it back lebron's yeah lebron brought that shit back though you know what i mean like you as a and rachel nichols still looks good 45 years old Stephen a looks like shit but Stephen a gets rewarded with biggest contract in espn history Rachel Nichols now made out to be like the bad person when it was management that put her in that position to make her look like a racist. If you don't think about or listen to the entire conversation, she was promised that spot. Then they took it away because Michelle Taylor's, uh, Maria Taylor's coming up on a, on a fucking contract extension time. A contract. She's she's her contract is up at the end of the finals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I hope she leaves. If I'm if I'm being honest, like I I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay personally. She could do whatever she wants. It's a ton of money. Like I want to stay personally because you can always leave and come back. That pop, yeah. That pop when you come back is gonna be hard. Like you go out, do your own thing, not necessarily go to like 
with Metal Lark, but you go to like NBC Sports and maybe have your own show. Get, get on uh get on the Today Show. That's that's what they were talking about on a uh, on football with Mike Tirico, I think, on NBC. Yeah, football with Mike Tirico because she already does a sign out. Monday night football, I believe. For college, yeah. for college, she could do like she could do the Notre Dame games, which are always huge. As much as I hate Notre Dame, they have a huge fan base. Yeah, that's a ton of money. I mean, like, there's money to be made out there. You don't just have to stay. You don't like. You don't have to stay at the worldwide leader anymore because the world is different now. Right, layers like look at uh fucking what's the what's that sports show? What's that not fucking Barstool, right? Barstool yeah. is bigger than some of these things. Like they're they're Barstool channels and all this shit. As much as I don't agree with some of you know what I mean, like Barstool is huge. You can make your own way now. And she already has a huge name. You know what I mean? With everything that happens, yeah, man, I don't even that... follow. I don't watch ESPN. There used to be days. There used to be days where like I would it was Sports Center in the morning. I had to yeah. catch at eleven o'clock Sports Center at night. At six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to that, and now I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have to watch it. I don't watch it. There's no need for it. I don't even go to their website. I used to go to ESPN to like yes. read fucking sports stories. Yep. I don't. I don't. I don't need it now. Maybe I'm not as deep into sports as I was before, but I have other sources. Uh, yeah. Twitter. And, and that's just that's you have Twitter now. Yeah. Well, you have Twitter. That that's news. That's the news for everything. Yeah. And look what you said earlier about uh, Rachel Nichols. By the way, what you said earlier about Rachel Nichols. You know, she still looks good, and Stephen A. Smith looks like shit. That's not to say that like um, that that has any bearing on her talent or if she's deserving None. of her contract or of getting a, a show or not a show. But that's the higher ups, the, the higher ups, the, how, how hypocritical it is. Yes. Yes. That she has to look. She has to look. Has, has to, to look. look like she's twenty-seven, yeah. even though she's not. Yep. She Whereas cannot Stephen age. A, yep. You know, yeah, she cannot age. Or Stephen mm-hmm. A, like you said, he he didn't find that same barber, that same hair implant guy that LeBron found. Yep. Um, Let's and, take a second yeah, to recognize got, that's like, a great hair million dollar contract. Yeah, I think thirty. Yeah, yeah like something crazy because they were the, around that time they were trying to renegotiate. They were trying to twelve bring back, per year. 12 yeah, twelve per year. year. They were trying to bring back Skip, but Skip got a huge contract mm-hmm. with Fox Sports. Look, I prefer Skip and Shannon over first take. I just, just like ever since those comments that like I'm a very with TV and entertainment, like TVs and movies, I'm a very fickle person when when it comes like it was like one thing I, I don't like I don't have to support you. Like I immediately cancel you, right? Or like, but I don't like tweet about it. I don't like, oh, don't watch that shit. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm done with this show. Like I was done with uh yeah, first I just take. Tune, tune yeah. away. I I just I was done with first take after Stephen A said that. Like I've 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 seen domestic violence. I grew up with domestic violence. You know what I mean? Like I see one that's like I mean, we both did. Yeah, we did. Like when you have when you have somebody say that, you're immediately I'm immediately done with you. I don't give a fuck what else you have to say. When you say sometimes women make you mad and they deserve it, I don't give a fuck. Like, look, we're a completely uncensored podcast. We'll never say some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, and he's on fucking Disney Channel. That's Disney, right? To say some shit like that. For him to take a seven day paid vacation to come back with a bigger contract, I was the, I was done with ESPN after that. Like I watch him now for yeah. like the UFC fights, but I was like, oh, you've shown me who you are. You've shown me who you are now. I don't give a fuck what else you have to say. I watch your YouTube clips. If it's something heat oriented or hurricane or shit like that or things that I'm interested in. That I mostly watch like ESPN FC just because I like the dynamic on there. But other than that, I don't fuck with ESPN. I don't fuck with it. But I'm not gonna go on some fucking 
tangent and rant and like tweet about it and say I cancel was like, no, you've shown that like after that, I had nothing else for you. I had nothing else. Yeah, and I mean Stephen A, look, he 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 is the definition of clickbait, right? That's what he is. He, yes. He's a he's a mouthpiece. Yes. He tries to create co- controversy even when there's no controversy because that's that's what he does. Yes. Which kills me when I when I see him in UFC, even though like I think I heard someone, and I think it was probably in the Lebertard show or somewhere where you know Stephen A is asking questions, trying to learn about UFC, this, that, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but, uh Ariel Hawani. But he, oh, yeah. yeah, Ariel. But the greatest right, reporter in the fucking Luchador, Lou Thomas. When he went out there with the Luchador mask. That's right. Great fucking Ariel uh, Heel Wani. <laughs> Heel Wani interview. Oh my god. Uh him and no, Luke Thomas I, are my I just guys. Don't think of Stephen A. Yeah, for sure. Stephen yeah. A. Does, doesn't need to be reporting on MMA. No, I, he can report on it. He can, but like just his ridiculous takes. It's like uh, th- leave that shit for fucking uh, first take. for your show. I don't even. Yeah. For first take, I don't even. Yeah. I try to. Yeah, I know. Block I know. that name out. Leave that for first take and whatever other other bullshit you do for ESPN. But like, don't put them on MMA. Like, just don't put them on UFC fights or any other cards. Just let me let fighters or other analysts do their analyst thing and talk yes. about it because they can There's talk about of, it yep. uh, with knowledge. They can talk about it intelligently. And then I can enjoy that back and forth instead of whatever bullshit Stephen A. Smith ha- says. And then he'll just yell to get his point across because that apparently is, you know, Smack how the you, table and shit. you're right. The louder you are, the writer you are. I don't know. Yeah, it's stupid. Like with, with Stephen A. And I was thinking about this shit. Like he's taking somebody else's job away from him, right? Like, He's making twelve million dollars a year, regardless, right? I'm assuming there's like yeah. some some particulars of what he has to do. I'm sure you can talk about boxing. I don't give a fuck about boxing for real. But with MMA, like these hey, fighters, hey, shut what, your dirty mouth. Don't talk. Don't shit talk boxing. I'm not shit talking boxing. I'm just saying, like, do that. I don't. We won't care as much. Like, we're a little bit more passionate about MMA and UFC and all that shit than than whoever the fuck somebody fights on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't care. Like a PBC, I've never like. Oh man, did you see this PBC card? Never said that. Never. I watched. <laughs> I watched. I just rewatched the the Islam Makhachev fight though. Yeah, that's UFC. That's UFC though, right? That's again. <laughs> like, right. That's what. Yeah, yeah, and that was a replay. But it I was. Watched. But it wasn't a. But it wasn't a pay per view. It was just like I caught it on a replay. It was a UFC fight night. Yeah, but, and you'll do you that. Know, I, I keep up. You with won't the watch fights. boxing. We do keep up with it. Yeah, we do keep up with it. But I like, do watch boxing. Watching him, like watching him talk about this, it was like yo, know, there's especially like knowing how shitty. MMA fighters get paid. I think that's why so many MMA mm-hmm. fans have such a issue with him being there because, like, that's a chance for like these fighters to make real money, right? Like Michael Bisping, Dominic Cruz, DC. Well, DC has like Tyron four Woodley. shows. Tyron Woodley. DC has like two shows now on fucking ESPN. So he's doing his thing. He's doing great. But now he's making his yeah. money. They don't really make their money in like it's it's literally the one percent of one percent that are making their money in the UFC. So like when Stephen A, who's yeah. making, who's made millions of dollars, that ESPN takes that job from somebody. That's what the reaction is. I think. I mean, and him having these comments. So so here's where so here's where where I'm sure if we had thousands of people watching us, we get backlash, right? Which is, hey, Stephen A is a is a black man, and right. he he he's that, our, he's you. probably yeah. fought through who knows what, right? And and here's right. here's the thing, fucking. Get all the money you can get. hundred percent. Get all the money you can get. All of it. Stephen A. Whether I whether I like his style, which I don't, whether don't I like know. it or not, that's re- irrelevant. Like, yes. but his style and what he does is what ESPN is looking for and what they want, and that's great. Fucking yes. first take. Can knock that. And yeah. his hot takes, 
fucking do it. You found you found a formula that works for you and you found something that's going to give you all that money. Extract all the money from them while you can until they get tired of you. No doubt. But yep. fuck, dude. Like, don't do MMA. Like, you can do other shit. You yeah. don't have to be involved yeah. with MMA. Like, this is not saying, like, he, he doesn't deserve it. Fucking, it, it, he deserves to be on ESPN because obviously he's a moneymaker for them. Yes. But because he's, I've heard him, he's controversial heard on, on these MMA fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's controversial and that stirs up this shit. Us, I won't, I don't watch the show, so it doesn't work for their ratings. Like this doesn't affect their ratings. So I was talking about it. I wouldn't even uh, I wouldn't even put Steven in my tag. Like fuck. Like, but not, other people, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, no, shut, sh- no, we're gonna put that in the tags. We need to fucking views. But but other people watch Stephen A just like people watch Connor. They'll fucking hate watch him. Yes. They want to watch Connor lose. People want to watch Stephen A to get pissed and call into the show and be like, I'm a fucking longtime listener, first time caller. Fuck you, Stephen A. Yeah. Like they just, they have that, right? That that yeah. happens in sports radio and talk shows. There's more money and in hate than I love. There's more but, money but in hate than I love. Dude, right? go do something else. I don't even want to see him in boxing. Like Max Kellerman in boxing is great. Kellerman and Stephen A in one in, in a first take. Uh, Average I, at best. Average at best. I tried to watch it, by the way. Kellerman tried to do what 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 Skip couldn't do, which he tried to bring some nuance to conversations. And Stephen A does what Stephen A does, which is he just like bulldozes and fucking yells over everyone. Yeah. Kellerman is a more thoughtful, thoughtful, intelligent person. Not I'm not saying Skip wasn't, but he tried to bring that to the conversation, whereas Skip kind of did more of the back and forth with Stephen A Skip, and whatever. Skip, uh, uh, Stephen A became Skip, and Skip. If you watch him on Undisputed with Shannon, like, yeah, he uh, still does his, like, his shitting on LeBron stuff. That's just, that's just persona, but, like, he has more of a nuanced That's his thing. <laughs> yeah, he has more of, yeah, that's his thing. Like, that's what made him tons of money. Like, that's, he has a more nuanced perspective on, on Skip and Shannon Undisputed. They have some really good, they really, they, like, they really tackle some real world shit. Like, I, I appreciate Skip and Shannon a lot more than I do, than I do for stake. Like, Corey Holcomb, right? Big fan. I'm a big fan of Corey Holcomb. He's he was on a podcast. I meant to send you the link. Mm-hmm. And look, I can't. It's weird. These moments are like a little weird for me because, like, I don't want to like say it, like speaking as uh, a person who's been through those experiences. But it's weird for me to to not say it. Like Corey Holcomb goes, St- Stephen A. Smith is just there, and I'm paraphrasing because I heard it a while ago, and I've been, and I've had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. He goes, Stephen is just there to Stephen is just there to be like the new Bill Cosby. Like he goes, you can't think of a time that Stephen A hasn't openly bashed another black man while also being protected by the white man that he's on that show with. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and that and he was and it had some something that happened, like his whole like, you gotta get off the weed and all that shit. Like he his his analysis. With and I, and we could tie this into the Shohan Otani thing. His analysis when it comes to somebody of color or somebody other than white mm-hmm. is a little bit different, right? Where like like look, if he made the Shohan Otani comments and was like, look, I don't, he shouldn't have an interpreter. You know I mean, that hurts the game because like it hurts the the ability for fans to get connected to him. I'm I disagree with that, but I understand that. But where he went too far was like, oh, it should the face of baseball should be Bryce Harper, or Mike Trout? Hey, bro, like you don't see all the fucking Dominicans. That play this game, like all the Cubans that play this game, should be who Mike Trotter or who else? Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper. Yeah, that's what he said. Like the videos, the video does not lie. That's exactly what he said. That's where I had my biggest issue. 
I was like, so your hey, example the way, was only look, white. Oh my god. Oh my. Look, and by the way, look, I, I, I think that's a little unfair because because the real person that that that's that face of like being protected by the white person or whatever, or maybe not protected because he's lost some. Is Jason Whitlock? That dude, oh, the, he the, takes it to another that, level. Hey, real quick, he's. I don't remember what that name that's, is that's, on that's podcast that, again. That's a different level. All right. Yeah, fuck that guy. But that forever. dude is a different level. Like to me, yeah, Stephen A. does some of that stuff, but. Jason Whitlock has made a living off of yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. Of just putting down any black man or minority, and and uh, look, he's I'm Uncle Ruckus, bro. The, the Otani thing. He's Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Whitlock. the Otani thing for sure. He is. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, you said his name again. I was gonna say it. he. No, no, no. Shall not I, want, I want that. I want that to be said. I want my face on a video saying that. Fuck Jason Whitlock forever. Stupid yeah, ass hat. Look, Stephen A. With with with, with the, with the stuff you. that he said about other black men. Uh, and, and and or minorities, and we're talking about Otani here, who's not I was not a black man, but when he no, said the w. face of baseball should be uh Bryce Harper or uh Mike Trout, great baseball players, by the Phenomenal. way, not, not, not to Phenomenal. take away from them. Yes, where does the MOB have fucking academies? Where does the MOB have fucking academies yeah. in the Dominican yeah. Republic, yep. in Venezuela, yep. in fucking Puerto Rico, yep. everywhere? Because I, I, I don't know what the demographics are now, but at one point in the 90s and early 2000s, it was like 40, 50% of the players were Dominican, Puerto Rican, yes. Venezuelan, foreign players, great players. Yes. So we have we, we have a couple of great white or American players, mm-hmm. but look at the great players. We're talking about Francisco Lindor in the Mets, generational talent. Yes. So fucking went to the Mets. I live in Cleveland. I'm not a fan of the Browns, but I... For whatever reason, you know this. I've been a fan of the Indians forever. Yes, I know, so weird. Uh, and maybe it's because in the nineties they had this, uh, they had Omar they had Omar Bell, baby. in the nineties. Albert Bell who was, who, on, was Venezuelan. No, Albert Bell and, and the fucking I know and and the fucking bat. I got it. Yeah, but they had everybody: Kenny Lofton, Albert Bell. Oh, Kenny had, Lofton, uh, son. I think son. they had Roberto Alomar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. Kenny Lofton. They had Carlos Baerga, who's Puerto Rican. Omar Vizquel, who's Venezuelan. Uh, Jim Tomey. I mean, they were. I mean, we had Edgar yeah, Renteria. I love them. I mean, Edgar Renteria. Did they have had, uh, No, the the Marlins did the when Marlins they won did. when they won yeah. the when they won the World Series over when the, they beat them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Craig Council, baby. Craig Council, nineteen ninety seven. All right. Yeah, that's right. I still, I still remember that hit. I'm a fucking jumped up. I remember that. I was up watching that shit. Oh, and then you hear all the years. fucking pots and pants, all the people yes. on the cars, yes. hugging the horns, banging right, the fucking right, pots let's, and pants. Let's stay on yeah, track. Yeah. Let's stay on track. Let's stay on track with Stephen A's racism. No, but but what I'm saying is, yeah, Stephen A and, and the crazy shit that he said about that when so much of the league is foreign talent. And when I say foreign, I mean like Dominicans, Cubans, diverse, Puerto yeah. Ricans, yeah. Venezuelan, Panamanian, very diverse. And not that Greatest there are time. white players because – yeah, yeah, yeah. Mariano Rivera, who, who I I watching yeah, on Avatar, I think uh, he said the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was funny because he would say one thing to the reporters, which is like, "Hey, you guys should learn Spanish," and then he would say to his players, "Like, hey, you guys need to learn English, speaking English in the locker yeah. room or speaking English." Yeah. But he would say to the reporters, "Hey, you need to learn Spanish." And uh, man, I can't remember. I, I, this was on Levitard. Uh, Harold Bryant, I think it's yes, Harold Bryant. Who yeah. I saw. Metal Arc yeah, Media. he was telling the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, so he, you know, he was telling the stories about where El Duque, Cuban uh, pitcher who defected from Cuba, uh, had a translator or an interpreter. And Brian Cashman at some point said, hey, you need to, uh, you need to lose the interpreter, speak English, you need to assimilate. Like, uh, may- sure. 
I mean, I look, I get that at some point because when I was six years old and I was speaking gibberish to uh, a friend, uh, uh, this kid who was the son of a friend of, of the family, right. like we still hung out and played. I was like, how the fuck did this kid still like we played or whatever? And, and he didn't like just tell me to shut the fuck up. He probably did. And I just didn't understand it was beyond me. Uh, and so I felt like I came to the country when I was six. I wasn't born here. I, need, I had to learn the language. And, and I told myself, I'm not only going to learn to speak it and write it, I'm going to learn to speak it and write it better than native yes. born. That immigrant mentality, baby. Right? That immigrant mentality. That, that was that immigrant mentality, that yes. fucking uh, chip on my shoulder, the monkey on my back, whatever fucking phrase you want to throw out there. Whatever cliche what you want to say. Yep. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, you're bringing these guys here. They're defecting and you're paying millions of, do of dollars for them to come over here. Yep. You, you paid for an interpreter. It's easy to learn a language before the age of six or before the age of eight. Yes. When you come over to the States when you're 29 and 35 or 32, Very however old he bro. was when he came over, it's not that easy. Our, and, look, and not our mothers not, still struggle with it. making the effort. Our mothers yeah, still well, struggle with it. my mother completely, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But she came over and she was 30, 31, something, something like that. But this, yeah, um, so... Yeah, mine too. Yeah, it's it, it, and not not that it can't be done, but at the same time, like you hired him to play baseball, you got an interpreter for him. He's let's say he's making the effort to learn English, right. great. But his priority is not to learn English. His priority is to be able to communicate with the team and throw the fucking and pitch and win games for you. And then you go out there and say, learn English, assimilate. Look, if I was El Duque, I would have been like. If this dude said this shit, like, I would have just in public been like, look, this dude is a racist. Yeah. I don't know if you can sue your employer. I don't know if you can negotiate for more money, but I've, I would have used that as leverage. Like, if he flat out said that, like, why do I have to hold back? And maybe I, I would have said that to my interpreter. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I told him, no, no, you need to you need to say the F word. You need to say, fuck this dude. Look, like, it's it's weird. Right? Vaya like, carajo. I've never understood, especially, like, after reading, listening to that book that you recommended. Like, I, and it's made me question more, like, the the propaganda of assimilation and we, we could talk about this in, on a different pod because i know we gotta get ready yeah, to yeah. run here we but, gotta wrap it up but dude like it's it's so weird we're like i i could i could compromise with you you know what i mean like i'll, I'll learn your language but it was like you're telling me to forget my entire heritage everything you know I mean? everything i speak like it's 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 weird dude like it's it's something that's permeated everything we know we're like until I heard uh, Jeffrey Donnelly Jr. in that Midnight Sun show and that Midnight Sun uh, Audible, I was like, I hadn't thought of it. It was like, dude, they got they got their entire culture erased because of you know yeah. what I'm saying being uh, being taken over. It was like, fuck, man, like that's so crazy. Where like where you're told your history and your past isn't good enough. Let me tell you what is. That's that's a weird that's a hard conversation to have with a lot of people, man. Like it's 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 weird. Like we'll continue this on another show. Like that's just it's it's strange to be like, yeah, what you're doing and who you are as a person isn't good enough. Let me tell you what is good enough. Let me set your yeah, let me yeah, set your report. Civilized. Yeah, let me set your your uncultured, your your other, your less than. You gotta get some like your your name might be this, but now we're gonna call you Jeffrey Dominic Jr. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna give you your name. Like, that's a little weird, bro. That's a little strange. Your Christian man. name, right? Yeah, your Christian name. That's or your weird. American name, whatever it is. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's weird, bro. All right, guys. That's all we got for episode 199. We will be back soon. 
My brother, you got anything else for the people? Yeah, man. Let me summarize it. One, I don't think Rachel Nichols is being racist. Facts. She was just trying not to lose her show, protecting her real estate. Two, yep. Stephen A. Smith, go get your money. But dude, fix that kind fucking our- hairline yes. and get the fuck off MMA broadcast. Yes. And you uh, kind of are three? racist. Kind of are. Kind of are. Kind of. Like, stop being an Uncle Tom. Damn, yeah. I said it. There you go. There it is. Thank fuck, you. dude. Stop Jason, like, hey, the other stop, guys, Uncle stop, Ruckus. Stop hating on other minorities. Stop hating yeah. on other black people. You already got your money. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. So why are you putting them down? Say say other shit. You got your money already. That that whole that that that, that, three, ar- that was it. That argument, and I'll and I'll wrap it up with that argument is the whole like there's only so much to be had. Where like there can only be one, right? Like some jelly type shit, the one. Like there could only be one. This isn't a multiverse, bro. This isn't Kang the Conqueror. Like, there's tons of fucking money to be made out here. And there's tons of way to make it. So, like, shit on other people on the way up and on the way down, I can't fuck with it, man. I'll never be able to, I'll never rock with that shit. Never. Yeah. Ever, ever. All right, man. We'll be back soon. Johnny, got anything else? You summarized. I, I re-summarized. We're out. Right? Yep. You're going to do your weird thing? There yes. it is. Uh, there it is. You're going to do, like, a point. It was weird, but that's where we're ended. <laughs>